Hey, what's up, y'all? We back on Swerving. Uh, what is it, Thursday? Wednesday? Thursday. My man Steph's been zooming around. We had pod round one about a year ago today. Um, but he's back. Dig deep basketball, Stefan Martinez. What you been doing, man? Hoops, you know that. That's about it. Corona hoops, though. That's what it's been. Yeah, Corona hoops. I was going to ask, uh, that was the first question, how was uh, that difference, you know, just watching basketball with that effect, you know? I feel like tickets were priced crazy. Yeah, it's a weird deal, right? It's like home crowds don't mean as much. Some players are better than they really are, maybe because the crowd isn't really right. affected. You know, I mean, down here, high school-wise, it wasn't affected a ton, but... Yeah, I feel that. Professionally, it was. But yeah, uh, yeah, like that for Sean game, it was kind of weird just seeing that because that would be sold-out game if Corona wasn't around. But it was good to see that. Uh, so you went down to Springfield. What, Clearwater won? Ellington? Ellington. Ellington. South Iron won State. Um, happy for you, man. You know, it's been a long run. And uh, I know that was just, I probably felt like a, having a kid to you. Something <laughs> like that. You know, getting State and just seeing them kids work for years. So uh, how'd it felt just getting some time along and, you know, recapping on that? It was, uh, it was cool. You know, the couple days was pretty uh, emotional, right? Because uh, typically when I watch a game like locally, I'm very just mundane. I'm just like, I sit there and I don't really celebrate back and forth. But up there, it was, I had no connection but Ellington South Iron. So I was jumping around, putting my three-pointer in the air, like all sorts of stuff, right? Because, you know, in 2014, Ellington was the first person, the people that gave me a chance. Right. And then a couple months later, I joined, started helping South Iron. So to fast forward seven years later to win the whole thing, I mean, you know, there's anywhere from 60 to 75 teams in each class, and the boys and girls side to be the last one standing. That is not easy. It's not at all. You gotta, I mean, you got to win six straight games against quality opponents. And, and like South Iron, they they built this year. And I was gonna ask you that. Uh, they built this year. You know, they played with Sean. Uh, took a loss there, but we went and watched that. That was great basketball. Uh, went beat CBC. So you know, Coach Dinkins taking the step of putting Metropolitan on the, the schedule. You know. You feel like that helps teams in the long run, you know, getting ready for districts and sectionals. So when they see teams with that caliber, you know, they aren't shook. They're ready. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, it's uh, I mean, they could have went, you know, 29, 30 and 0 if they wanted to. Right. But they did that last year. Right. Win it, right? So, um, no, I definitely, it just prepares you for like the, the speed, the length, the quickness of hands, that type of stuff. And then we go back and play against someone that's not quite as good. It's much easier, you know. It's like playing a JV schedule, and then you schedule a couple of varsity. Well, if you're a JV team and go play in your conference championship, it's going to be a lot easier because you're playing against varsity teams, and um, hopefully some teams will piggyback off what South Iron. They're going to do it again next year too. State scheduling, like scheduling. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. They're going to play. Yeah, we'll some local teams will piggyback off that and do the same thing. Not, that's what I was going to say. That's uh, you just see that effect of you know basketball and these kids. They go and play Gateway and select and all that. Like they just get used to that, so when they come, when it comes to school ball, they need to be seeing the metropolitan teams. So yeah, that's what I was gonna ask you. I feel like I will start seeing a lot more metropolitan into the regular schedules down here. Well, it, it helps um, team wise, but it also it helps your kids that want to play collegiately. Right. Like if you got kids that play want to play in college, I feel like your due diligence to go play people, so people can see them, people can stamp their name, they can play against the best of the best. Because otherwise, in this area, it's hard to. Uh, it's hard to find out what kids translates to college. Like, oh, you average 30, but only about 10 or 10 of that translates. <laughs> I swear that was another question, too, I was going to ask. Do you feel like the recruiting process here is fair to, like, is it, you feel like it's just fair? I feel like because 
it's the, we're gonna you're gonna get the metropolitan kids before you get the the flourishing around here. So what do you feel like how that is? I mean, it's in a better state than it was. And then why do you take place in that, you know? I think it's in a better state than it was five or six years ago, seven years ago even. You know, we always have three or four senior kids that are ranked in the top 50 or 75 in the whole state. I feel like right now it would be at the the top this area has been in a long time with so. dominance. But another question was, uh, you know, Dig D watches a lot of basketball and you probably know uh, you see more players around here than me, but I know. Who's the dig deep most improved player in the area? Most improved? Most improved. You, you think they just put in some work and you saw the difference in the game, you know? Mm. You can give me two if you can't do one. I would say, I would say probably, uh, I would say maybe Marco Burris. Marco? Because he came off his injury, you know, he really started to blossom once, like, Christmas hit. After That's what I was going to say about CBC is when I started seeing his name peak off. Started going crazy. Then, um, um, I would say a couple other players would be, like, Kaylee King. You know, she was a freshman last year, super young, so. That's what I say. She's been killing. 14, average, like, 12 to 13, or maybe more than maybe 14, 15 points. But her team was pretty loaded. Mm-hmm. Now she takes a step forward, average 28-5. Right. And then I would say Conkright, too, at North County because he came from class two to five. A lot of people would Man. know how he would react to moving up three classes. 20 and two. 20 and two, North County. It's impressive, man. That's impressive. Probably probably the best team ever. You think? I mean, it's Better than that Chuck squad and... That team didn't even win districts. Justin told me the other day, I got a pod with him Friday, he, he told me you... You came and beat South Iron. Was it your senior? Yeah, my senior year. You had. He uh, said you had like twenty-seven. We were. Uh, uh, I think we were uh, seven or six seed in South Iron. Was a two or three Christmas. Was it a Christmas tournament? Yeah. And then Farnton. Was that like your senior year? Yep, senior year. Yep. Yeah, that and they went state run that year too. No. Yeah, they made a little run. They made the final four the year before. You know, they lost in the title game. I was gonna ask you. You um, that South Iron team. Me and Justin were talking about that. Give your thought with Drennan and them. Who's better? Who, yeah, who, you know what I mean? I'm putting money on Brock and them for sure. Now, DP is going to have about 30 and 15. So not <laughs> Nothing. Them, Zone or anything? Yeah. You know, he know. was different. Uh, well. They had Will too, big old dude. They had big dude. They had skilled players like that though. Right. They had to play at the 60s. If they couldn't score 75, I don't think they can beat South. I mean, they don't have nobody to guard Brock. I don't have nobody to guard Drennan. I mean, so. Crazy thing is, though, uh, Justin was telling me, me and Justin were talking about this, like, uh, it's system, man, you know, you get them players, you get them players, but it's it's always a coach, too, you know, um, I feel like that's kind of a situation we know somewhere right now, but, uh, like, you, you just see it's out there, like, they buy into that, and I feel like, you know, that started with Harlow's dad and, you know, Rob Blossom, dusty you know what i mean and it just carries on so i feel like that south iron is a basketball household like and most people don't see that like well, it's not only the players it's the whole community yeah so i'm saying that's all they have man and people don't people don't see that you know that that's, that area just came a long way and justin them didn't even win back then so it's been due for a first place one down there so for you to get down there to get the work it's been awesome uh steph's got the upcoming Upcoming Dig Deep in AAA JCAA All Star Tournament. We got Corona hit last year. That was a sad time. Uh, 
Go ahead and tell us about it this year. What you got planned, man? Who's coming out? Uh, you know, games and whatnot. So it's uh, April 17th at Mineral Area. So it's the top 10 kids uh, from NAAA versus JCA, And then we're involving uh, two boys and two girls from BRL, too. BR, Black Relief. Uh, okay. Black Relief, yep. you know, mm -hmm. uh, Ellington, uh, South Iron, uh, Lesterville, Bunker, and, Saint, and actually involving St. Paul, too. So uh, the games will start at 11. So we'll start with five youth games. Uh, 11, 12, 1, 2, and 3. Then after that, we'll have the girls' three-point contest and the boys' three contest. The winner of both of those will play each other. How do you how do you match that up? Do you take the top shooters from each conference, or they do got, you? they got they do the participation in practice that week? Oh, so do you host practice? No, the coaches do. Oh, okay. So top coaches from each conference. Okay, okay, cool. They host one practice, and then last year we did the top four scores. Then. Uh, compete in the on the court in the area for the title. Gotcha. That's pretty cool. Uh, and that's all seniors, right? All seniors voted nominated and voted by the coaches. Man, I think there should be a shakeup in that. What? Why don't we just do a yearly All Star game within the conference? What do you mean, AAA versus AAA? AAA versus that, or you know, just all the killers from just each side. You know what I'm saying? Oh, underclassmen. Underclassmen too. Beach affiliated. You can't do it. The they don't allow that. Nope. I never knew that. Why nobody underneath the senior Has that been a thought? Uh, like to do it? Yeah. I mean, yeah, it'd be cool to do it, right? But we could just do that pickup. We could just have a pickup game. <laughs> yeah. You know? I feel like we do that all summer. Yeah. I feel like we do that all summer. Um, Steph's been Steph's been kind of booming in some big names in the the big league and the uh, collegiate game. Jared Butler, he's averaging 17.1, I think. Four assists, shooting, what, 48% from the field. Uh First seed in the NCAA tournament coming up. Uh, it's a lot of work there. And Jason Tate, he's averaging 10-5. What, he's shooting 52%? Yeah. So, I was. that's what I was saying. Dig deep. I feel like and you see, you play pickup with Steph, too. He is efficient, and he's going to play defense. You know what I mean? <laughs> so, uh, is that what you teach? Like, how do you get them guys to trust in your process? And, you know, I would say, I wouldn't say just play the efficient game, but play an efficient but dominant game at the same time. You know what I'm saying? Um, well, I think the trust issue, you know, when I was growing up, it was like tough love, you know. All right, I'm going to be hard on you, and then we're going to love each other. Whereas now kids aren't built like that. It's right. more love tough. you got to show them value and tell them you truly care about right. them. And they'll do whatever they want for you, right? Right. Um, it was a little tougher a few years ago because, I mean, my results are building. Where now my results are, are they are what they are, right? So, like, a lot, I get a lot of trust just when I walk in the gym. Um, but, you know, I tell people, it's like, they see me with, like, the youth kids here making an impact, and then they see me with the NBA side or the collegiate side, and it's not all sweet. You know, a high school kid is pretty much take you at face value and do what you're supposed to do, whereas the NBA, it's you deal with some egocentric guys and have to really face the facts and tell them what they don't want to hear, and then, you know, if they don't want to work with you, then it is what it is. Like, I'm not, I'm to that point now, I don't really care if I tell you what, you can disagree with me, but if I, I'm not gonna sugarcoat it. You know, I've been into it, you know, arguing with every one of my guys, and that's just how it is, so. Um. But I feel like every, every person needs that, you know what I mean? Just someone real and gonna tell them how they're doing. You know I mean? Even in this area, the high school kid, you know, everybody, we're in a smaller bubble, so everybody thinks that you're this, you're that. Yeah, I can take you somewhere else in the country, you're not very good. All right. So, uh, keeping reality in check, but also at the same time being confident, because if you're not confident, no matter what your skill set. Do you ever have, do you ever feel like a player tries to step your boundary, though? Like, they don't, 
like you don't know what you're talking about? Mm, no, not necessarily. I've had a, a few guys that maybe they haven't really worked with anybody in their career, and now they're like 27, 28, and already a pro. They kind of have the way they do things, so they're, maybe they're not as open to learning new things because it's gotten this far to that point, so I understand that. Um, locally, not really. I mean, we'll have like conversation, you know, about, hey, what do you think about this? What do you think about that? Da, 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 da. But also, you know, it's, uh, you gotta be vulnerable with your player. You gotta, you gotta tell them like, hey, yeah, I messed that up. If you should have done that differently, that's on me. Right. Because you're always critiquing them, showing what they do wrong, 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 wrong. And as soon as you say you messed up, and it's like, okay, you know, you can relate that as a player. You know, like, your coach comes in and hey, I did this wrong. I'm like, okay, coach, cool. I appreciate you showing that you were wrong because you're always on me about being wrong. And now we're, you know, we hold each other, uh, each other accountable. Right. That makes sense. That makes sense. I really never knew that because you're kind of the same age as them guys. So um, I really know they're getting paid too. They got money. So it's not like they need you, but, you know, I just, right. it just is a respect thing and they trust you, you know. Um, what's the plan for Dig Deep this summer? What's it looking like? You know, I feel like we're getting out of that Corona stage. How are you getting back rolling? What's up? Um, well, NBA pre-draft will start here and probably, I mean, depending. Yeah, that's yearly. Yeah. Depending when guys lose in that situation. You and Jared be clicked up? We'll see. You never know who guys are going to sign with agency-wise. Yeah. Um, and how do you take that? You just kind of sit back? Yeah, I sit back and see what happens and get the guys who I'm going to get, you know, so... Pre-draft will probably start in the next four to six weeks. It'll be based in uh, Houston. And then, um, you know, once NBA season gets over, the last the last technical day of NBA playoffs, July 22nd. Awesome guys that are done before that. And then the NBA offseason will be all the way. The NBA is going to try to get the season back to on as close as they can to normal on track. Mm-hmm. I mean, it won't be normal, whereas, you know, training camp's on the 1st of September. And, you know, season starts 1st October. It'll be close to that. So then NBA offseason will be like, you know, June, July, August. And then... Back to the kids. Two questions for you because we had to kind of be short. Um, days you don't feel like doing it, you know what I mean? What what keeps the motivation going? Days I don't feel like doing it. Um, that rarely happens. Yeah, I was gonna say you might you might not even feel like that, but maybe you're you're, you're tired, you're just gassed. Like, yeah, something like that. Yeah. I come off a road trip, like say I'm going like Friday, I get back Sunday, like that Monday morning I'm sleeping till like eight eight thirty. Right. So, get back and maybe it's like that some days you're just a little bit gassed but um i don't know it's just uh i've seen kids that are this and you get into this and now they're never going to pay for the undergraduate and i got i've had a guy that was like this not in the nba and they get a 1.5 million dollar deal and i've had a guy make 1.3 and now he's probably gonna get 10 or 11 a year in free agency so um i guess long story short just impacting lives uh instilling things that they didn't know they had in them right um, to make them reach and have a life that they didn't know they could have and experience things. You know, life is about experiences. It's not about, you can't take none of this stuff with you, but you can experience a lot of things based on your habits and your uh, your work ethic. I fuck with that. And um, how do you evolve, not as a person, but more as your job, like what you do daily? Because, you know what I mean? I feel like you can't really settle. You know what I mean? There's always something you could fix as what you're passing out too so how do you do that and how do you look back and critique yourself you know I mean of course you uh, evaluate and reflect on what you did in the summer and the off seasons and then you're in the season you're making adjustments but then as a, as for my job you know obviously I'm watching film non-stop right. learning because the game never stops the right. game is always evolving it goes to this then it goes back to this then it's something new you know it's just like football right, like right. it was about the wildcat and then you know they had to learn how to guard the wildcat right. the wildcat went away and then the same way now it's like okay how are we going to guard all these 
Guy zones. Mm -hmm. 25 feet, you know, so uh, it never stops. And I was telling some of the other days, like, in your life, you never, you never get detailed about something unless you have to, right? So, like, for example, okay, my sink is not running right, right? You don't have no help. So, what are you going to do? You're going to get on YouTube. You're going to call a couple buddies. And then you, like, and by, like, a couple weeks later, you know everything about a, a, link that, a sink that's not working. Right. So, it's the same way in my industry. Like, you can't learn everything just... Oh, I'm gonna learn about this. I'm gonna learn about this. Like, the guy had a client. Like, he, screening's a big deal to his game. Like, his angles on his screen, how he gets out of those screens, and the stuff he does when he gets the ball. Slipping, popping. Yeah, like that basic stuff. But there's a lot of soup, really, really a bunch of nuances out there you gotta learn. Well, I didn't really jump into that. So then, like the last year, like I could tell you all sorts of ways the. Um, how, how to screen different how, screens how to screen how to get out what you can do where's your eyes where your feet where your hip like that type of stuff so um i think you're always learning but doctoring the game sometimes the best learner is life like hey figure it out and then you have to figure it out that's what's up man man i feel like you're always moving and uh that keeps that keeps me moving as a friend and brother and uh so just keep what you're doing you know what i mean it's going to keep going. Uh, dig deep. Stefan Martinez, you know he's got to keep moving, so we had to kind of be short today, but uh, we'll, we'll probably have him around midsummer. But uh, this is Swerving, and we out, man. Appreciate you. Appreciate you.